This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's spooky. Friday the 13th of May. <laughs> Batten down the hatches, crypto heads. It's a bloodbath Ooh. out there. Now, following the crash of UST and Luna earlier this mm-hmm. week, Bitcoin is trading down around 16% Ooh. and crashing below $30,000 for the first time in nearly a year. A lot of pain, B-Man. Yes. Listen to this one. Apple has now been kicked off its pedestal as the world's most valuable company. And it's by an oil giant called Saudi Aramco. Aramco hit a valuation of 2.43 trillion US dollars on Wednesday. That's about 100 billion US dollars more than Apple. Wow. Three sizzling stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Swiss Vitamins has seen its sales surge by 29% in Australia thanks to a new focus on selling through supermarket chains and community pharmacies. And of course, Brett, surely having Nicole Kidman as their ambassador. (laughs) What is the story? So Swiss is a vitamin and supplement and skincare brand Mm -hmm. and it was actually founded back in 19... 69. Its ambassadors have been Nicole Kidman, mm-hmm. but also Chris Hemsworth and also, yes, Ricky Ponting. <laughs> and in 2016, Swiss was sold to a Chinese company called Health and Happiness for $1.7 billion. But Jazzy Boy, Swiss has been struggling to grow mm-hmm. over the last couple of years. But now it's just experienced some serious sales growth. We're talking over 29% growth in the first three months of this year. I'm wondering what happened. Well, it appears that everyone is buying immune support products. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deaf guilty of um, trying to stamp out those COVID symptoms with a little Vita gummy, <laughs> am I right? But it's also thanks to Swiss stepping away from its Daigu's market and putting a renewed focus on supermarket chains like Coles and Woolies and local community pharmacies too. So what's the key learning here? Product distribution is the process of selling products and services from the manufacturer to the consumer. The thing you make, how do you get it into the hands <laughs> of your customer? Exactly. And as businesses become more global, it's really important to diversify those distribution channels. Now, Justin, in the past, Swiss relied pretty heavily on the Daigu market. That's where shopping agents in Australia would make purchases on behalf of Chinese customers. But around $200 million has disappeared from the Daigu industry thanks to the pandemic. But now, Brett, Swiss are doubling down on distribution through Aussie supermarkets and pharmacies. Finally, they've managed to boost their sales. Mm. For our second story, Electronic Arts, i.e. the crew behind EA Games, Mm. is planning on launching three blockbuster mobile games later this year. And it's clearly all about mobile (laughs) and not PS20 or Xbox. <laughs> Bring back Snake on Nokia, I say, Brett. Yep. Tell me more. So Electronic Arts is the American video game company founded in 1982. And they've made some pretty massive games in the past, like Star Wars, Sims, and of course FIFA until this week. It's in the game. <laughs> and Brett, after a couple of years of hinting and spinning in the room mill, EA is finally going to launch some of its biggest franchises in mobile. Yep, it's launching Apex Legends, Lord of the Rings, both on the phone. And also their game Battlefield, which is a Call of Duty rival could also sneak in by the end of next March. And they ain't the only ones, Justin. Activision, another massive gaming Mm -hmm. company, is also planning on bringing its games to mobile as well. So what's the key learning here? The mobile video gaming industry is growing in popularity, and as more games join the space, more users could come with them. Now, current data shows that the number of mobile gamers is expected to rise to 1.7 billion people by 2024. That's almost a quarter of the world, Brett. Mm -hmm. But that community has been vastly underserved. We've had Candy Crush, we've had Angry Birds, (laughs) but big gaming companies like Nintendo and Sony have kind of steered clear of the market until now. But as big publishers start to bring their traditional franchises to mobile, we could see this industry accelerate even more. Watch this space. All right, I will. For our third and final story, Disney Plus has kept up its subscriber growth momentum, Mm. gaining nearly 8 million paid customers for the first three months of 2022. Disney really swimming against the streaming tide, Brett. What is the story? So we know 
Disney Plus is Disney's streaming platform. And we know that Disney Plus has some banger shows at the moment, like Dollface, yep. The Dropout, How I Met Your Father. And we also, also know <laughs> this crew had some pretty lofty subscriber growth goals, Justin. We're talking between 230 million and 260 million paid Disney Plus subscribers by 2024. Now, in the last three months, they hit nearly 8 million new subscribers, which puts them on target for their big, hairy, <laughs> audacious goal. And they really showed up Netflix, who, if you recall, Brett, lost mm. 200,000 subscribers for the same period. Hard to forget. So it looks like Disney Plus is gaining on its rival. And although people thought that streaming was in a decline phase of its life cycle, there seems to be a little more life in it. Interested to see where you go here, Justin. So what is the key learning? When it comes to an industry life cycle, there are a number of different phases. It starts with the startup phase, where the product is undeveloped and doesn't get a lot of love. Then we head to the growth phase, when the industry gets recognised and companies start heading towards profitability. We see a shakeout phase, where you see consolidation in the industry, like Discovery and Warner Brothers. Then a maturity phase, when the industry has reached saturation and companies need new ways to generate revenue. Ahem, ahem, Netflix rolling out ad-supported <laughs> tiers, no thanks. And finally, a decline phase. Now, thankfully for Disney+, Plus, they're still seeing some pretty rapid growth, and they're edging closer and closer to Netflix's big subscriber numbers. Flux family, this weekend, we have a small favour. We would love to get your feedback. Now, if you haven't checked out the Flux app in a little while, we would love you to have a little glance around and have a think about what you like and what you don't like. And then we'd love you to tell us. Now, you can hit us up on our website at flux.finance in that cute little chat box. Or you can hit us up on Insta or TikTok and we cannot wait to hear from you. That is correct. Thanks for listening, Flux fam, and we will see you on Monday. Monday.